You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. It's me, Jebba Edmonds again. Welcome to my podcast. I have to tell you, I am like nerding out right now. I decided to invest in myself and I purchased a Blue Yeti for my podcast. Yes, I'm nerding out. I know, shameless plug. I did not get paid for that promotion, but I'm just so excited because now I don't feel like I'm so far away from y'all. And um, yeah, I'm so excited to share with you that. And I'm really enjoying my new microphone. So yeah, I'm nerding out. You know, when I started um, my broadcasting past life, um, I worked at a television station in high school and um, working with um, new technology and actually um, editing video was like a huge passion of mine. And I was excited to do so kind of getting back into um, my past life of broadcasting is always been inherent in me. So I'm so happy you're here to join us and I'm happy you're here to listen. So my topic for today, being an educator for over 16 years, I have had a lot of ups and downs when it comes to field trips. Yes, field trips. I'm telling you, I can't stand them. I know it's a love-hate relationship. I know there's some of my colleagues that are probably laughing at me right now because they've been on those said field trips with me and they're like, yeah, she always has something happening to her on her field trips. So I'm just going to share with you just some funny stories just to kind of lighten the mood today while you're driving, picking up kids or, you know, just hiding away from them. You know, that's what I'm doing right now. (laughs) So if you are an educator, you're probably going to ask yourself this. Have you ever asked a student when you're in the middle of the woods at a field trip, why they decided to jump into a creek and then ask them the question, have you lost your mind? Then you might know how stressful it feels to teach during a field trip. So buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. So on today's episode, I'm going to explore why I can't stand field trips. Yes, educators, I know what you're saying, that field trips are a great experience for students and it enhances what they have learning in their classroom already. And yes, that's all well and good. I'm all for hands-on experiences when it comes to educating my students, but I'm also riddled with tons of anxiety because I'm in charge constantly of my students' safety and their well-being when we are outside of our walls of our classroom. And you're not just watching your students, you know, you are making sure the chaperones know where they need to go. You're making sure the chaperones stay with their group of students and not just hanging out with their, you know, other chaperone friends with their little coffee mugs. So you're trying to keep all of that in order. Then you're also trying to make sure, okay, this kid has a bee allergy, get the health bag. This kid can't have that food. So make sure that they don't sit by the other kid who has said food. So they don't have an anaphylactic shock. So you're thinking of all these other things and you have to go okay do I have my clipboard with all of the parent emergency numbers do I have my cell phone to call an emergency number oh yeah did I bring my purse 
I remember my principal, oh, bless her heart. She drove across town because I forgot the check to pay for the event that we were at. And so those are the things that you're sitting here going, I have so much on my mind just to make sure everybody's safe that even the little things you tend to forget. Oh, and don't forget, you got to make a head count. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you how many times before I leave my classroom, I'm counting their heads to get on the bus. Then I got to make sure that I count those same heads when they get off. It's a no brainer, right? So why don't I like field trips? You might ask, huh? I'm going to give you my top three favorite nerve wrecking stories of why I can't stand field trips. So my first story starts with Grandmama. Yeah, let's just call her Grandmama, okay? And you might wonder, okay, <laughs> why, Jeb, do you need to take a head count of your students and your chaperones before and after you get off the bus? <laughs> well, let me tell you about Miss Grandmama. She got on the bus with me and my 19 first graders a few years ago, and we were going on a trip downtown to the city hall. You know, in our first grade social studies curriculum, it's all about community members and it's all about community helpers. And we got to meet the police department. We got to meet the fire department. And then the last stop was, of course, to meet the mayor. And, you know, for little six and seven year old kids, the mayor is like the king or the queen of their city. So it was just me. And of course, I always ask my families before we start, you know, hey, could you please, we're looking for chaperones for our future da-da-da field trip. Oh, and Grandma Ma signed up. She was going to help her grandson's classroom. And you might laugh because Grandma Ma was the only one that signed up to volunteer to chaperone. So I was like, hey, it's better than nothing, right? So we got lined up, I head counted all my firsties, and I head counted with Grandmama. So we got on the bus, and we went downtown. Everything's great. Stopped right at City Hall, right? But then Grandmama got off the bus. And then, you know, as we were walking up the steps to the City Hall, I turned around, because Grandmama was supposed to be the caboose of my line. She left. And I kind of shouted back. I said, Grandmama, where are you going? And she said, oh, honey, I just needed a ride downtown. So she kissed her grandson and said bye and left. I tell you, grandmama. Yeah. And so that's why educators and friends, I have to make a head count before, during and after the bus. So, yeah, I was by myself with my little first graders. But you know what? They behaved. And another thing what I love to do when we are out in public is I always say that there are classroom inspectors. So then if anything, they will report back to the principal if they're not doing a good job. You don't know who they are. They are undercover. Oh, yeah. It works every time. Oh, yeah. Just a little word of the wise. And then my second one I wanted to share with you was, of course, let's just name this child MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. Remember that 80s, <laughs> that 80s television show where, you know, MacGyver made like bombs out of gum and, you know, all kinds of these inventions and stuff like that. Well, yeah. So anyway, my MacGyver in my class, fifth grader, a couple years back, we went to the museum 
And, you know, we had all of our chaperones there and they're hanging out and, you know, we put them in specific groups, small groups, like, okay, one adult, maybe three or four kids per adult. And at this point, you know, we had more chaperones, which was great and helpful for me as a teacher. But MacGyver figured out that he didn't want to go with his group to said exhibits at the museum. He wanted to go to the gift shop. And we told the kids, we're like, you know, we're not going to spend any time or money in the gift shop. We're just going to focus on the museum because that's what we're here for. We're not here to go shopping. But MacGyver convinced his chaperone that it was okay. And I tell you, chaperones, never take a child's word for it. Shopping, museum. Where are we? We're not shopping, museum. But that's another story for another time. So MacGyver decided to buy a Swiss Army knife. I don't know why they had a Swiss Army knife at the museum gift shop, but of course he found it. So he thought he was going to try and, you know, make a little fast one past me. And of course I intercepted the Swiss Army knife before he got home. So those are the types of things that you got to check everybody before, during, and after a field trip. And yeah, he was not very happy with me and MacGyver's mama wasn't happy with me either. But I also reiterated to the fact that you can't buy weapons on a field trip. It just doesn't work that way. And no, I did not give it back to mama. Yep, I still have it. Those are just two of my favorite field trip slash scary slash crazy stories. There's more where that came from. I'm so happy you're here today. And don't forget, there will be more funny stories on my podcast to come. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.